Hello, everyone. My name is JD, and this is another episode of On the Lighter Side. Here we go, number 24. <laughs> you got me in the studio today, and you've got Miss Patty here with us. We just got back from a very, very awesome, awesome vacation. We went with our youngest daughter and her husband, and we went to... Um... Don't forget the grandson. Oh, yes, that's right. Our grandson was there, too. Yes, and Miss Luna, and... Um... That was the first trip that she's taken with us, and a little bit different, you know. I mean, you throw her up in the in the truck, and she just laid down and went to sleep. And not not. But every time you stopped, oh my goodness, it was time to take a pee break. You know what I'm saying? So it was just crazy. So. And he thought I made a lot of trips. Yeah, it's just whoa. That dog. <laughs> <laughs> we went to Cowspell, uh, Montana. Uh, we went to the uh, Glaciers National Park. It is gorgeous over there. They actually have trees. You know what I'm saying? They Big not trees. Like, yeah, it's not like what it is here where if you see a tree planted, that's probably because a farmer put it there kind of deal. Um, but over there, it was just, it was beautiful. It was great. The the, the um, sightseeing thing was just all all great, I think. You know, I mean, it, tons of trees, being in a forest, that is just awesome. So... If anybody has never, ever, ever been to Cowspell, you really need to go to Glacier National Park and just go take a look. The people over there were great. You know, you can tell over there they care about their their communities over there because, I mean, they're picky. Throw something on the ground and see if they don't say something to you, really. I mean, they're just really all about keeping it clean and looking natural, you know. And it was beautiful. It was. I thought it was just gorgeous over there. Um Got a little bit of rain just before we left. You know, it, the, the threatening of uh, thunderstorms and stuff like that was coming in. But <clears throat> besides that, it was just great. And I had a lot of fun. It was very, very relaxing. Hadn't slept in a tent since I was, oh, probably 15, you know. So, yeah, we here I am in my 60s, and I, and I went out there and slept in a tent. Um, and it was just, it was awesome. It really was, you know. What he's not telling you is we had a lot of comfort fixtures. Oh, yeah, we did. We did. I mean, it wasn't just a sleeping bag on the ground. Oh, no. No, no. I'm way too old for that kind of stuff. So I just, we brought the, the what they call the cots, you know, and put the sleeping bags on top, you know, and we made a little spot, a little bed for, for Luna, and she laid down and went to sleep, and it was great. I thought it was really, really awesome, you know. Um yeah, uh, I would do that again in a heartbeat, I think. And, and anybody um, that wants to go on vacation, that is something to go do, I think. And, and, and all we did was just basically look around and looked at the sites and saw what the countryside looked like because neither one of us had really ever been over there. I don't ever remember my lifetime being there, but uh, I would go back. I would definitely go back for, a, for another look and another visit. And it, like I said, it's just awesome. The... Um, Western side of Montana is a lot different than the eastern side of Montana because it's flat over here and there's no mountains, you know. And over there, you go through the mountains to get there. So, yeah. Well, they have hills, but they don't have the mountains. And the mountains are huge. And there's a lot of them. And they're green. There was actually trees on the mountains. They were green. And I thought that was interesting. Yeah, big old national forest. So it was it was just really really awesome to go over there, and um, I don't know how the people handled us coming from 
Willowstone, but and we went over there, and like I said, we had just had a really, really good time, I, I thought, anyway. Well, and for the most part, we were still kind of quarantining ourselves, you know, so we didn't get out and expand a lot of our uh, repertoire, whatever you want to call it. Um, we kind of did a lot of low-key things instead of being excited and boisterous and everything else. We were very low-key. Yeah, which is, if anybody knows me, you know, the word low-key and, and redneck doesn't really go together, but it, it was awesome. I keep uh, trying. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, being low-key and, and just taking in the sights. That, like I said, to me, that was just, and the drive wasn't that bad either. It's not really that far from here. You know, it's about a, for us, with all the ugh, pee breaks that we have to take, um, yeah, it's, it's about an 11, 12-hour drive kind of thing. But it's not that bad. It's just To me, it's just a day shot over there. Uh, just got to kind of stay with the program. But we rented a spot in an RV park because they had tent set up. And we set our tent up, and our youngest daughter was there with her husband and, and then uh, Robert, our grandson. And they took their dog, and we took ours. And they happened to luckily get along with each other halfway decently. And, uh, yeah, the only thing that that... that was for me to get used to was that every time we got up and left, you know, Luna had to go with us. And <clears throat> that wasn't a bad deal. It's just that I wasn't used to it. You know, I'm not used to packing her up and, and going every time. Well, was, and Robert also took care of her one day. Yeah, he did. Uh, which was really a, a huge blessing because we had really gotten close to our limit on how much white fur we wanted around us all the time. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be spending the next three or four days just trying to vacuum all that dog hair out, out of the truck. You know, right. that ought to be rather interesting. So, yeah. So, but it, it, if anybody has a chance to ever go there, please do, because it is awesome. It's not super expensive. The one thing that you have to remember if you go this time of year, it does get a little chilly at night. You know, it drops down to 45 or 46 degrees kind of thing. Not overly cold, by no means. Uh, and it was nice in the daytime because it was getting high 70s and low 80s while we were over there, you know. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't bad at all. Um, so if you get a chance to go over there, everybody, just, just kind of pack yourself up and take the RV if you want to and just go over there and, and, and enjoy some greenery. If you live in a kind of a countryside like what we do here, uh, it's pretty flat, you know. There's not a lot of trees. Uh, especially like pine trees and stuff like that. And it was just a gorgeous, gorgeous forest that was that's over there. And Glacier National Park, awesome place. Really, really awesome place. So if you get a chance, go, really. Right. It, it, it'd be a great outing for the family, you know. Just don't forget anything. Because that's that's one thing that I did the day we got ready. I kept taking inventory, trying to, do I have everything? Because I don't want to have to make a trip back over here. Or if someone says, hey, J.D., you forgot this, you know, so we'll send it to you. So now this is going to cost me again to have something sent that I forgot, you know. So I just really just went over everything as much as I could, you know. So it was, but it was fun. It really was. Well, and when I say we went low key, we really went low key. Um, most of the time we did not go to restaurants. And we did once. Once or twice. Twice. We twice, went twice. I'm sorry. Twice. And uh, the rest of the time... Uh, we did not. We cooked at the campsites and uh, made sure that um, 
we brought everything in with us so that that even helped on the cost of everything. So it was a very low-key adventure. But it was very worth it, um, and we really needed to get a break. It had been two and a half years since we had gone anywhere. So so getting out um, really made a difference because we had been so pent up for so long. And it was quite nice, quite exactly what we needed at the time. But again, we did everything that we could to try to make it um, cost-effective to go, make it cost-effective to be there and to spend the time there. Um, it was very enjoyable as far as I was concerned. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it, I noticed, though, that when on the way over there that uh, if anybody happens to go through the Indian reservations, they are very, very strict about still having the you have to wear your mask when you go in. Um, that is, they've got that plastered all over the doors and the windows that a, a mask is required. Uh, but you're on the res and you have to, you know, you got to go by their rules. And you honestly don't realize how many reservations there are, but there are quite a few. Between here and there, yes. Right. And so that was a little, not unsettling, but a little different to get used to. But again, we've been quarantining uh, for the most part here and not really having to take masks or anything like that. But we did have them in the truck. Yeah. So yeah. We, we were prepared. We just didn't um, have to do that a lot. But getting out, even that did not uh, intrude upon our peace. <laughs> Let oh, me no. put it that oh, way. Oh, no. It's just, it's just you, when, you, when you see the sign, you just look at it and go, oh, okay. So you walk back to the truck and grab your mask and go in. And they were just as polite. long as you wore your mask, they were. you couldn't have asked for anybody being more polite. They were every one of them over there. Uh, on the trip going over and coming back and while we were in Cowspell. And um, it was technically we were in Evergreen, I think, is the little community that we were in, which right. is a suburb of Cowspell. And right. it's, it, everybody was just great. They really, really were. So if you get a chance to go over there, for heaven's sakes, go. It is just awesome, you know. Um, I talked to a few people over there, and they, believe it or not, the RV park stayed kind of busy even in the winter time because they've got a lot of winter stuff that people go you know the skiing and stuff like that and they go up there with their campers and they go camping uh you may not have water because it is cold but as long as you don't mind dry camping and stuff like that just a place to basically lay your head and go to sleep great because they've got showers there and a laundry and it was just really really awesome just to kind of get away and take a breather and and catch our breath and this is the first trip so far that we've had to make <clears throat> me being on, on, on retirement. This is a, a kind of, kind of an adjustment here about me being on retirement. I still believe it or not. I still get up at 5 a.m. in the morning and, um, but that's by my own choosing to, because it's, it's hard to just to get out of that habit. It really is. I feel like I've lost the day. If I get up at seven in the morning, I really do. I feel like I've, I've lost something, you know, I'm not sure I can ever break that, but boy, I wish I could, <laughs> you know, he had been laid off one other time, and it took about three months for him to get used to waking up at 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning. But I kind of think he enjoyed it. So we have to give him a little time this time to adjust. Yeah. He hasn't yeah. been off very long. No. no they're just starting the, the retirement gig. Did you notice in the park, because there's squirrels that were all around that. And that drove Luna out of her mind. She couldn't get them, you know, but she she has the attention span of a gnat. And I love my dog. Don't get me wrong. I, I think she's really, really a cool dog. But you can be sitting there talking to her, 
or Petner or whatever, and the minute one of them squirrels would chirp off, game on. And she would take off and go after the... She never got one. It was just as bad with the birds. Yes. She, She honestly thought, whether it was a squirrel or a bird, that she could get it. And there was no way. <laughs> <laughs> the birds are way up in the trees, you know. Right. Yeah. Uh, had, there was some little, we had a tree sitting next to us that had fruit on it. And it's not edible for us, but it is for them. And they'd get in there and start, you know, bouncing that fruit around. And the next thing we know, we're getting bombarded by fruit. And it's, it's all over the truck. And it hit the tent. And it hit me and you and... You know, and Luna, she got smart enough that she just goes back inside the tent going like, oh, I'm not going to get splattered with that stuff. And she didn't. She just kind of like go in there until a squirrel would chirp off. And then it was out of the tent and trying to get up that tree. You know, I think if she would have been half cat, she'd have climbed it. She really would have. But she couldn't. But she's got, like I said, for a cool dog, she's got the expansion, attention span is what I'm trying to say of a gnat because it's just it don't take much for her to go squirrel and she just looks and it was on an honest to god squirrel it's just she just like she'd never seen one before so i i that's what i'm assuming the way she acted you know like well i had never seen a, a dog do that before until that cartoon and i can't remember the name of it but yeah the name of the movie was called up that's it and yeah um and i'm going do they really do that? Well, now I know for sure they do. Yeah, they do. And, they and, do. and we have one. And it just, you know, she's she's got the attention span of a gnat, people. And I'm, like I said, I, I think the world of her. She's really a cool dog. She's laid back. Uh, she'll lay down and sleep when you do, you know. So you, you, I, I have no complaints about her, but except for that one thing. Sit there and try to, I was out there playing with her and doing the tennis ball gig, and the minute that squirrel chirped off, game off, you know, I'll, I'll play with you later, Dad. And she goes over there, and she's she looked for every bit of an hour looking up that tree, and that squirrel just kept looking at her, kept moving around and screwing with her. And he kind of run about roughly halfway down that tree, and she thought that, okay, well, I'm fixing to nail him. I mean, you go right back up, you know. So he, yeah. was, he was jacking with her. Just makes you wonder, how many dogs does that silly squirrel mess with? Oh, I'm sure everyone that comes in there. You know, so it, it was just, it was kind of interesting. It was funny to me. I'm sitting there going, <laughs> I got a dog that's got the you know attention span of a gnat. And is okay, well, but I like her. You know, she's here. <laughs> True. Yeah, she's part redneck. Somewhere in, in her bloodline, there's a redneck dog in there somewhere. Uh, she coming. definitely fits the family. You know, so. And I, I just wanted to give a big shout out to uh, a gentleman that I used to work with. Uh, Steve Cook, he sent me an email that really, really was very, very touching. Um, back in the day when he, when I was an operations manager, he used to work with me uh, side by side every day. And um, it came to the point that when the COVID hit and for us, when oil prices went down, I mean, when they go negative 45 there for just a split second income, it makes people start shutting stuff off, you know. And it came to the point where we had to, to, where he got laid off and he moved to Oregon and he's doing great out there. And he sent me an email saying that he listens to the show every week and that it really just kept him in touch with what was kind of going on in, in the good old days, you know, because uh, he's real close to the same age that, that what I am. And so, Steve, I just wanted to give a shout out. Thank you for the email. It's been awesome. I will be answering that email to get a little bit more personal with you, but um, thank you for the email. It was just really very, and I found it 
Um, I don't know. I'm not for sure when he exactly when he said. I forgot what the date was. But anyway, well, I discovered the email while we were on vacation. I happened to be looking at our company email and looked at it and found it. And I thought, okay, I read that. And that was just very, very touching. Thank you. And I miss you too. So, uh, and I hope everything's going well. So it was just, it was just kind of great that, you know, you get emails from people going, I listen to your show every week, you know, <clears throat> well, now it's twice a week because now we do Wednesday and, and stuff like that. So here we go. We haven't gotten to the twice a week yet. Yeah, We're but, working at that. Yeah. Sorry. But, so, but we are trying. So yeah, it, and then this one will be out on, on Wednesday, you know, mm-hmm. and then we'll do another one and have it out on Saturday. So I, I think it's just going to be a lot of, lot more fun, I think, uh, with some of the things, some of the crazy stuff that's going on uh, in the world today. And just in our country alone, you kind of sit back and scratch your head going like, you know, if I'd have done that 20 years ago, they'd have thrown, the, <laughs> thrown me under the jail and I'd have never seen daylight again. Some of the stuff that's going on and it's just really, really just nuts. It really is. So... It does get a little crazy out there. It does. Very much so. So anyway, just wanted to say thank you, Steve. Appreciate it. I'll be answering your email. Uh, hopefully you'll get the answer to the email before this show goes out because <laughs> I don't want to be too far behind. Uh, coming back from vacation, you don't realize how much stuff you take with you. You know, we've been spending the whole day to just today just trying to get stuff put up. And now our house is kind of disorganized. And so I know what we'll be doing tomorrow. We'll be trying to get the silly thing organized back up. You don't realize, seriously, I didn't. I thought, well, we didn't take that much with us. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We took a lot more than what you think. We really did. You know, so, okay, not a problem. We'll just... Go back through and put everything back up, you know, getting ready for winter. So here we go. Right. Do you want to go do a winter trip in a tent? No, no, not in a tent. Oh, come on. No, I'm the one who absolutely hates being cold. No, I I would prefer sitting in our lounge chairs and having the heater on my feet and being perfectly content. <laughs> to me that's a vacation. <laughs> so you're not you're not going to do no winter camping or nothing, huh? No. Okay. Well, no. just so that we have that out front. No. Okay. Well, I just thought maybe we could do some winter camping. I thought that would be kind of interesting, you know. So hey, anybody that's done winter camping, send me an email on this deal because I don't know what you really have to go through. I did look at some of the tents that's made for winter time stuff, you know, thinking that, well, maybe I can get her talked into this stuff. And I can see now that that's not going to happen, you know, but they come with wood burning stoves. You can buy them with wood burning stoves and stay toasty, you know, and no, that's just not going to work. I'm trying. (laughs) You would have to invest in it just to try it. So I don't think you're going to do that because those tents are, are pretty expensive. Well, the ones I looked at were six and seven hundred bucks. Yeah, not bad. Oh no, that's no, not no, bad. No, 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 no. You're not looking at the right ones <laughs> because the ones I'm thinking of are ten thousand plus. Oh geez, so let's get, no. let's get crazy here. It's a house, okay, and I can't move a house. It is a mobile house, and it is meant to stay warm in the winter. Okay. Okay. Well, hey, I get to take another trip. Uh, we've got a daughter. Yes, that, I get to stay home too. <laughs> she's going to uh, Miss Patty will be staying at home, and it looks like uh, here in the next few days that I'll be taking off to go help our oldest daughter move. They're moving from 
technically one state to another. They've got their house up for sale uh, where they're at, and they've bought another house where they're going to be at. And dad gets to go out there and play the pack mule and put everything in the truck and uh, on the trailer and make runs back and forth from the old house to the new house. And thank goodness they're not that far between places. It's only four hours one way. So it's not that big of a deal. You can get over there and unload and come back, you know. So, yeah, you can do that in roughly nine, maybe ten hours and just make a turn of it and come back. No big thing, you know. So, yeah. This is why I'm staying home. <clears throat> yeah, it's just it's to move our daughter, you know. Right. And just before winter, thank gosh, I'm hoping that everything goes okay. I really right. am because we've done that moving in 50 below weather and – what a that's painful <laughs> it, it's quite painful and you were working too on on top of all that mm-hmm. so we we kind of did that one slow they actually delivered our rv <clears throat> we had it warm up for about three or four days before we even thought about moving stuff into it um and luckily we had 20 days to deal with right. uh a little bit over 20 days and so we were, you know, doing a load or two a day. Uh, and if it was snowing, we didn't move. No, no. But the, the, the thing that was bad when we took delivery of this silly thing is that the wind just kept blowing. Whether it was snowing or not, the wind was blowing 30 and 40 mile an hour. And right. it was down there around the 30 to 40 negative side. You know, so it was way below zero. And it just, yeah, trying to move in that kind of weather, I thought, I must be out of my mind, you know, to do this. But we did it, and it, it's an educational. So if no one has ever moved in sub-zero weather, it is something that you're never, ever going to be prepared for. Because we weren't, and I thought it was. No, we weren't. And my advice is don't do it. <laughs> don't do not do it. Because at the end of this, you're going, why did I do that? What part of me? Hates myself to do that. Yeah, and that's what we did. We we moved. So I'm just grateful she's moving, you know, in like in the, of course, it's be the end of September, first part of October, which is not a bad time to be moving. It's still getting warm enough in the daytime. It's 60, 70 degrees, and especially where they're at. It's, what, 12 hours for me to get to where she's at. Right. And to help them move. So, yeah, they're over in Idaho. So they we, we go, we're going to move them from there to... Nevada. Over to the Nevada side. And it's, they're just four hours away from each house. So, like I said, right. I don't think it's going to be that bad, but here we go. You know, the dad's retired? Yeah. Mom, is he doing anything? <laughs> no, and, not and really. And That really went that way, too. <laughs> yeah. You think I can steal him for a little bit? Well, how long do you need him? Give me a week. Just give me a week. Okay, you got one week for your dad. Okay, so... Now I got to drive over there and I get to play the pack mule, which is fine. This is what family does, you know. Uh, get me now because when the first snowflake hits the ground, this this guy is going to go like a big bear and I'm going to hibernate. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm not going outside. You know, See, oh, no. and, and he thinks I want to winterize? <clears throat> no. Yeah. No, I'm just going to kick back and, and just enjoy being in the house and, and watching TV, you know, right. and uh, – and doing this, and this is this is what I love to do. I love to do the podcast and, and have fun with it and just laugh and hopefully be able to put a smile on someone's face. If nobody else, I put a smile on my face. I make myself laugh all the time, some of the stuff that I think of. So it's not a bad deal. <laughs> I don't think, anyway. And he really is like this, guys. Yeah, he, 24-7. He really yeah. yeah. When she wakes up in the morning, if I've had 
if I'm on my second cup of coffee, I am wound, I am ready, and here we go. And she's going like, I just got out of bed. Can you give me five minutes? And I'll watch my watch. I, I just look at my watch and go, okay, it is now 6.30 in the morning. Uh, at 6.35, game on. And she's just like, I'll kill you. <laughs> I'm going to start breaking bones starting at your neck kind of thing. So okay. I don't say those things. He says them. So if something happens, I didn't do it. <laughs> You're just going to throw that out there and go, I absolutely well, am. She said she wouldn't kill him. Yeah, well, she's never thought about divorce, but she's thought about murder. So here we go. I just. And that is not true. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, I'm like this all the time. I'm just, I don't change. And I have fun doing this. So I, I look forward to being able to do it now that I'm retired and uh, to be able to do this twice a week. And I think it's just going to be a lot of fun. So here we go. So if anybody's got anything for us, we have an email address. Send it to us. It's jd.podcast1 at yahoo.com. And I almost forgot what it was. Can you believe that? And I'm the one that signed it up. <laughs> That's just terrible. It's like me forgetting what number we were on when we were, what episode. And, and you do this every time. I know. I forget. What episode? What number is it? Quick. Do I need to go back and look in the file? You know, it's just, it's just how it's sad. I'm a sad person. Sorry. No, you know, but it's, it's, it's just old age. You know, I'm 65 and a half. I'm, I'm, I'm cranking up. I'm 65 and three quarters, technically, almost. Yes. And you have a birthday coming up next month. And we'll be celebrating that one very, very, very soon. In the very near future, we'll be selling, celebrating her birthday. So, yeah. You could have gone all day without mentioning that one. <laughs> well, I won't say anything till after the fact, so that way it's yeah. So Misty, just just be ready, girl. And this that's my niece, and she's down in Texas, and she'll she'll figure out what the birth date is because she's wished her happy birthday before. Just go back and look through your text messages; you'll find it. Believe me. So yeah. Misty, you don't have to. Don't worry about it, sweetie. Anyway, that's it for us this week. We went on our vacation. We had a good time. I think it was really, really enjoyable. Uh, I did look forward to coming home and laying in that bed of ours because that cot, the first night, it was just great. You know, I laid because I guess I was so tired, I guess. And we got there and got everything set up and we did dinner and, and we visited with the kids and all that stuff because we got there like at 4 in the afternoon. So it wasn't like 10 o'clock at night. And we had, I, we had a good time, you know. But when it came 10 o'clock, to lay down and go to bed. I was gone. Yeah. I was gone, man. I was just out of it. But the second night, I couldn't quite get comfortable. And night number three, there was no way I was going to get comfortable. I tried. And I'm thinking, and all I could think of is that our high dollar band that we got in the bedroom. Said, I need that thing. But I can't figure out how to bring it with us, you know, because it's such a pain to move. But uh, yeah, so when we got home uh, the other day, late Friday night, early Saturday morning kind of deal, it was just. Lay me down. Just yeah. throw it, you know, anything could happen as long as it didn't happen that bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just, I didn't care. I just, boom, I'm out. So, yeah. so it, it was a good time. It really was. Had a really, really good time, I thought. But anyway, that's the end of our program. Everybody have a really, really great week. Okay, and just keep loving your family and just keep moving forward on this. And you've been listening to another episode of On the Lighter Side of Life. See ya. Bye bye, everyone.